When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Pardon the interruption, but I'm Mike Wilbon. Tomorrow is Friday the 13th, Tony. You get anxious about that? You're Tony Kornheiser. Please, when do you know me to get anxious? Stop it. Usually before 7 a.m. and right through bedtime at 9 p.m. Does that cover it? Is that big enough time? I think of myself as having total equanimity. <laughs> I am like a lake. No ripples in You'd the lake. You'd be the only totally one, even in your house, that thinks of you that way. <laughs> 7 o'clock is nice of you. I'm usually anxious by 5.30 when I'm walking the dog. <laughs> Welcome to PTI, boys and girls. In today's episode, Bryce Harper hits two. The Astros advance, and Booger McFarland joins us for five good minutes. But we begin today with the Arizona Diamondbacks racing to a 4-0 lead in the third inning on the backs of four solo home runs and sweeping the Dodgers out of the playoffs 4-2. to The Dodgers won 100 games this season. Arizona won 84. Wilbon, are you focusing on how the Diamondbacks succeeded or how the Dodgers failed? Tony, I think we got time to get to the Diamondbacks because they're advancing to the next series. The Dodgers had what is being perceived widely, not by me, as a spectacular failure. And I'm going to run through a couple yeah. of things here, Tony, that, that highlighted this for me. Because I watched every pitch of that game last night, and particularly that third inning. Four home runs. Lance Lynn, that was predictable. And so Dave Roberts, yeah. who I think is entirely responsible for getting, for squeezing those 100 wins out of a Dodger team that had a pitching staff which suggested about, I don't know, an 86-win team that was not a 100-win starting pitching staff. It just wasn't between illness and injury and suspension and all that. So Dave Roberts was great until last night. He leaves Lance Lynn out there. You know Lance Lynn's going to give up the gopher. He did it 44 times. And he said, you got to get him That's out right. of two home runs max. He didn't go to the bullpen quickly enough. But my bigger problem, Tony, is the way the postseason is laid out. It works against great teams. It works against everybody. It's random. The more teams you put in the postseason, the more random the results are going to be. Seven of the last nine teams that won 100 games have not gotten out of the first round. Baseball fails. Its postseason is failed. They need to go back and reconstruct it, and they need to take some of these teams out. They won't do it because they're not going to lose money. No sport does that. But baseball's got a problem it will never acknowledge, and they can't get Theo to fix this. Yeah. Well, if anybody could fix he it, could. of course, it he is could. He would. After a while... If, in fact, baseball determines that losing the teams that have won the most games with certain regularity needs fixing, Theo is the guy who would fix it. I want to beg everybody's pardon out there. You know, this is not an Arizona story. You're right. Arizona just beat the Dodgers. They move on. Congratulations to them. This is a Dodger story. You've already talked about Lance Lynn. This is a, an utter collapse in the playoffs, particularly the hitting as well, but particularly by the pitching. Mike, their starting pitchers in these three games had an ERA of 27.86. Let me say that again. 27.86. It's an unbelievable number. They gave up 13 earned runs in four and two-thirds innings, including six in one-third of an inning by Clayton 
Kershaw, who is going to go to the Hall of Fame. Their best hitters, Mookie Best, Mookie, I'm sorry, Mookie and Fred and Freddie Freeman. Freddie Freeman, yeah. They were one for 21 yeah. in this series, and the yeah. one was an infield single. And I, if I'm not mistaken, they've been on World Series teams in other cities. Mike, I, I, I'm just going to go through this. I think I mentioned it the other day. They've made the playoffs in 11 straight years, and that's really great. It is. They've gone to three World Series, and they've won one. So you can't call it a failure. But what do you call it? They regularly leak oil in the playoffs Wait, Tony, like this. Baseball it's, has failed them. It. The Dodgers did this. The Mets won 100 and didn't win. And, and Tony, this is not baseball for 140 years as you and I grew up with it and knew it and covered right. it and have loved it. Baseball fails to deliver the kind of postseason that it ought to. So let's, criticize, let's be critical. You'll be critical of the NBA and other sports that have failed postseasons. Baseball is way off the mark that its best teams don't win because it's random. So they can grab My, more money by I, putting 14 teams in the playoffs. I'm happy to be critical of baseball. I don't think it's the number of teams, Mike. I, I think it's the delay too. between games. Yeah, that too. I think baseball is a daily sport. Yes. And so a team that's built to win 100 games is better day-to-day yes. than a, a pause of two to three. That's, that's my criticism. I, and, and, Tony, you, I agree with you. But I'm saying there's more than one thing here to, crip, to rip. And to criticize it. So baseball deserves a criticism today more than the Dodgers. And they're going to deserve it again when the Braves go out as well. So the Braves could be next. Philly pounded Atlanta 10-2 last night, highlighted by Bryce Harper's two home runs and stare downs of Orlando Arcia as he rounded the bases. Arcia had called out Harper after he got doubled up to end the Braves' lone series win, taunting, ha-ha, attaboy Harper. Tony, your thoughts on what we saw last night and what you expect to see tonight. So as a Washington Nationals fan, I take the Bryce Harper stuff very personally. He was the best everyday player the franchise has ever had in, in Washington. He's the was their lone MVP, I believe. And he left. You know, he left for a team in the division. And he's always talking about how much he loves being in Philadelphia. Philly, yeah. I sort of console myself with the fact that the Nats won the World Series without Harper, but it's a complicated relationship for me. I root for Harper. I, I mean, I really do, because he's a great player, because he publicly wants to be a great player, because he rises to the moment like he did last night, and because it, he makes everything personal. So I even find myself wanting him to win a World C Series, even though I mourn the fact that the first three guys in that lineup Schwarber, Trey Turner, and Harper. Your guys. They're all here. Your guys. They're all here. Yeah. Now, what do I think? What do I think is going to happen tonight? How could I possibly think they're not going to win? Yeah. I mean, come on. It just look. Look, I'll make this very brief. The Braves remind me of the New York Giants football team. They won one game this year, and they had to have the greatest comeback in history to win that game. The Braves won game two with the greatest defensive play, the weirdest defensive play anybody's ever seen. And other than that, they've been outscored thirteen to two. The Braves. Aren't the Braves today's version of the Brooklyn Dodgers? Aren't they? I mean, they, you know, they, they have this misery. They, they don't even get to the World Series sometimes because, again, as I just went over, 840 teams are in the yeah. playoffs, and you may not get to the World Series. 
But Tony Well, Sorrento, they got it a few years ago when they won it. They did. A few years ago. I back. expect yeah. to yeah. see Phillies win again. As for Harper, yeah. I thought his explanation after he was asked post-game about RC and the center, I loved Harper's explanation. He said, hey, that's why we do this starting when we're kids. We want to talk trash. You stare at people, they stare you back. I thought that's perfectly legitimate. I, I don't, you know, Harper left here. I, you know, I don't, you know, he's not on my radar on a daily basis anymore. He and you mentioned the top of that order and you also lose somebody to the Angels. You lost a whole team of guys yeah. who could still yeah. be yeah. In, 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 in Washington uniforms. But yeah, look, Harper's a showman. He's a showman. Yes. And the way he yes. proclaims his love for Philly, let me say this. If I was a Washingtonian, wow. and I'm not, I would hate his guts. He went um, 90, he went 110 miles up the road, and he, all painful. he does is talk about how I'm going to win for these people. And he could, if I was a Washingtonian, I would loathe him. I'm not. I think it's kind of cool well, what he does, but I'm not a Washingtonian. I live in Washington. I mean, I'm a native New Yorker. I you live in Washington. In, you gave I just, in to him. I admire him as a player. Yeah, he's great. But, yeah, I, I don't like to hear that. Oh. I don't like to hear that day after day after Damn. day. But, you know, God bless if he believes Ooh. it. The defending world champion Houston Astros eliminated the Twins last night 3-2. to two. They move on to the ALCS where they will play their cross-state and division rival Texas Rangers. This is the seventh straight year in the ALCS for Houston. Texas hasn't been there since 2011. Wilbon, do you expect this to be a competitive and compelling series? I don't know. If baseball teaches us anything in October, is don't expect. Watch the damn games. I, I'm not a better. I'm not. I'm not any kind of pool. You know, I'm not in fantasy. I don't care about the, you know, the, the, the particular, you know, uh, exotic, you know, uh, uh, statistical analysis. I just want to watch these games. Texas has some new people. They have new players who are not part of sort of recent failures against Houston. And so I just want to, I, I still believe it goes through Houston, Tony. I believe it goes through the Astros and talk about not just one player, but a team. Jordan Alvarez, I'm sorry, Bryce Harper ain't any better than him right now. So I'm looking at Houston thinking they're the favorites, but I, I just want to watch it. Yeah, I mean, my feeling is that it's hard to say it'll be a compelling series because neither of these teams has played anything but a dud so far. So far, and yeah. Won pretty easily. Um, Houston has owned Texas recently, 9-4 in the season series, including the last three games of the year, where the scores were ridiculous, 13-6, 14-1, and 12-3. They're 79-39 and against Texas since 2017. So if you like Texas, you have to ignore that. And what you have to concentrate on is what Texas has done, that they beat a 99-win team in Tampa Bay by a total of 11-2 to two in two games. They beat a 101-team from Baltimore yeah. by 21-11 in three games. Yeah. So that we got to get out on this segment, but that's what you have to concentrate on, and I hope it's good. Let's take a break. Coming up, the Broncos face the Chiefs tonight. We will ask Booger McFarlane. Why he thinks Sean Payton has struggled so much this season. Oh, we're not going to ask him why anybody should watch that junk. We'll also ask him whether the Browns' defense has a shot to slow down the Niners. Pardon the interruption is presented by Truly Hard Seltzer. Please drink responsibly. Part of Happy Hour. Vivid Seats wants to get you to the games you love this spring. Experience every pitch, assist, and game-winning shot live and in person. And the best part? Each transaction is a step toward a free 11th ticket with Vivid Seats Rewards. 
Score unbeatable perks like free tickets, surprise seat upgrades, and annual birthday deals. As the official ticketing partner of ESPN, Vivid Seats is offering you $20 off your first $200 ticket purchase with code PTI. That's code PTI. Visit vividseats.com or download the app today. Vivid Seats. Experience it live. PTI fans, listen up. Have you heard you can listen to episodes of this very show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with your Prime membership? That's right. All your favorite PTI episodes can be heard on Amazon Music ad-free. But that's not all. You can listen to other top podcasts like The Low Post and First Take ad-free as well. They also have your favorite shows like The Daily, Part of My Take, and Up First, all without ads. You know what this means. Uninterrupted listening, so no more cliffhangers. Amazon Music offers the most ad-free top podcasts, so we know they definitely have something for you. And it's already included in your Prime membership. To start listening, download the Amazon Music app for free or go to Amazon.com slash PTI. That's Amazon.com slash PTI to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. Welcome back to Pardon the Interruption, presented by Truly Hard Seltzer. Part of Happy Hour. Week six of the NFL season kicks off tonight, which makes it a perfect time for a visit from our great friend, ESPN NFL and college football analyst Booger McFarlane, wearing an Olympic club shirt today where he likes to play. Everybody likes to play there. Let's start with this. Tonight's game is the 1-4 Broncos at the 4-1 Chiefs, I'm sure a lot of people think it'd be a blowout, but it's a division game. They tend to be a little bit closer. On the, on the larger picture, why do you think Sean Payton is struggling so much in his second go-round in the NFL as a coach? Well, I think it's a couple of things, Tony. Number one, Sean probably should have spent this offseason worried about his own team instead of worrying about the job that Nathaniel Hackett did before he was there. That's number one. Number two, if he would stop worrying about the things that Russell Wilson did off the field as far as going to visit hospitals and kissing babies, maybe he could focus on a defense that's been terrible. That's been the biggest issue in Denver. They can't stop anyone. They have the worst defense in football, and I think their offense is starting to come around. Like, Russell is not playing all that bad. He's not playing great, but they're starting to come around and hit some big plays down the field. But there's just no cohesiveness with this team, with a bad defense, with an offense that's sputtering, and a coach that seemingly, until a couple of weeks ago, he was worried about so many other things other than his own team. Let's move to the Browns of all teams for a second, Booger. Their defense is among the league's best, but they get a real test this week against the 49ers. Is there any reason to believe Cleveland's defense is good enough to think about slowing down that 49er offense. Yeah, I think there's a small chance. Uh, just because I believe in defense, you guys know I play for one of the best defenses of all time. And I think defense is always going to give you an opportunity to, to be in every game. With that being said, the fact that Deshaun Watson is probably not going to play is ultimately going to hurt that defense. I think if, if Cleveland is going to compete in this game, that front four, led by Miles Garrett and some of the other guys up front, they have to totally dominate this football game and get to Brock Purdy and make him uh, be flappable. 
Because the one thing we've seen from Brock Purdy so far, he's been unflappable. Like the dude has so much poise back in the pocket, it's unreal. And that offense is averaging 30 points a game at ease. And so this defense has to be dominant. They have to get some turnovers. And they're going to have to hope that P.J. Walker or DTR, whoever they put at quarterback, can just not turn the football over and make some plays. But make no mistake about it, Mike. It's going to be a tall task. One of the many reasons we love having Young, we can just switch it up and go to college football, which I'm – about to do right now. Um, a couple of big games this weekend, starting to me with number 10, Southern Cal at number 21, Notre Dame. SC's got these close wins. They're still highly ranked. They haven't lost a game yet, but Booger, their defense is challenged. I mean, we are almost halfway through a season now. Is there something that you see that Southern Cal can do to shore up that defense or are they going to get popped? Because they're so vulnerable. Well, hopefully they can find those pictures that the defensive coordinator Alex Grinch has on Lincoln Riley. Because that's got to be the only reason he's still the coordinator. Like, this defense <laughs> has been bad for a couple of years, guys. Like, and he's still oh. the coordinator after all this time. So they, they got to figure out a way to get turnovers. They can't stop anybody. I mean, Arizona had them dead to right. We've seen time after time after time where this defense not only looks un- uncomp- incompetent, they don't look like they have any idea what they're doing. And so I think anytime you go into South Bend, you got to be ready to deal with the physicality of Notre Dame and its offensive line. And regardless of how good the quarterback Caleb Williams is, and he's having a phenomenal season, he can't score points if he doesn't have the football. So if I'm Notre Dame and I'm Marcus Freeman, a head coach, I'm going to try to use this offensive line, run the football, control the clock, limit the possessions of USC, and hopefully the luck of the Irish can, uh, can show up for Notre Dame. Oh, we will get you out of here on this, and I got to read it because I want to make sure I get the numbers right. Number eight, Oregon, faces number seven, Washington. It's the first time that they've ever played each other when they've both been ranked in the top ten, and obviously it's the last time they're going to play each other as members of the Pac-12. Washington is a slight favorite. We turn to you. Is that how you see it, as Washington a slight favorite? Yeah, and I think Washington is a slight favorite because of the offense and Michael Penix Jr., a Tampa product, uh, who's now running that offense. And they went to Oregon last year and beat Oregon. But this is a new year. I think the Oregon Ducks now have been remade. I love their defense. Dan Lanning, who's the head coach, remember he came from Georgia, so he understands what it's like to build a physical defense. And I love what Bo Nix, their quarterback, is doing. So I I don't know if I'd make Washington a favorite. I tend to lean toward Oregon because of their defense because of their physicality offensively, and because I think Oregon, for the first time in a long time, I think the Pac-12 has a viable chance to compete in the national championship picture. And I think it's the Oregon Ducks. It's not Washington, although they're good. It's not USC because they're still looking for those pictures that I talked about <laughs> on the defensive coordinator. I think it's, it's, it's the Oregon Ducks and what they have, and I'm looking forward to watching this game on Saturday. First time in a long time they can contend, and last time, because they're not going to be a Pac-12 anymore. Thank you, Booger. Booger, appreciate you. you. (laughs) Anytime, guys. Let's take one last break. Still to come, the Aces win again. Can the Liberty climb back into the series, which has been a non-series? Doesn't look like they get hammered. How should Connor Bedard feel about scoring his first career goal? So I love the fact that Booger used the word flappable. Like everybody uses unflappable. He went the other way and used flappable. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out electric e-bikes today. The number one selling e-bike in America. 
Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus! Electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome, so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C-E-B-I-K-S.com. Hi, this is ESPN's Mike Greenberg, and ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sports book of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today, and new users get $100 in bonus bets for making any sports book bet. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Any interruption is presented by Truly Hard Seltzer. Please drink responsibly. Part of happy hour. Happy time, people. Happy 81st birthday tomorrow, Jerry Jones. The Cowboys owner has become a convenient punching bear for you lately, Mike, as you denounce the overrated, overhyped Cowboys. But let's say this as well. Jones is the most famous, most influential owner in American sports. When Jones bought the Cowboys in 1989 and immediately fired Tom Landry, people were aghast. But in a few years, Jones was sitting on two Super Bowls. Then when he fired his dear friend and college teammate Jimmy Johnson, Jones got a third Super Bowl with Barry Switzer. He's a great quote. He'll talk to anybody for hours. And he gives us constant topics here, even if they're all Dak Prescott. Most influential. I might take offense if I was Robert Kraft. And did you see the way he wrestled that trophy, just gangstered it from Barry Switzer? Like, give me the trophy. You shouldn't be up here anyway. It should have been Jimmy Johnson's trophy to raise. Happy anniversary, A.J. Przinsky. On this day 18 years ago, the White Sox catcher was at bat with two out in the ninth of a tied ALCS game two with the Angels. After swinging and missing on what should have been strike three, Przinsky reacted as if the ball had hit the dirt for a drop third strike and took off for first as the Angels were coming off the field thinking the inning was over. There was no replay then. Seemingly confused, wow. the umps ruled in Przinsky's favor. He represented, <coughs> excuse me, the winning run on first. Pablo Ozuna came in to pinch run, stole second, came home on a Joe Creedy double for the walk-off win. That was the first of eight straight playoff wins for the White Sox, which culminated in them winning the World Series. Yeah, the fact that they got to one before the Cubbies, Tony, was a big deal locally, certainly not nationally, a big deal there. And how about the California Angels, by whatever they were called then, in the postseason, huh? Is that, a, is that a flashback or what? Happy trails to last night's game two for the Liberty. Las Vegas roasted New York last night, 104 Ooh. to 76, to take what historically is an insurmountable lead into the WNBA Finals. Teams that go up 2-0 in a best of five playoff series are 17-0 all-time, 8-0 in the finals. Las Vegas has plastered New York Ooh. by a total of 45 points in two games. Last night, Las Vegas shot 53% from the field, New York's 36%. Las Vegas shot 45% from three, New York 23%. Asia Wilson, Jackie Young, and Kelsey Plum put up 73 points for Las Vegas. The entire New York squad put up 76. Yeah, Stewie and Ionescu and company not looking like a super team at all right now. 
They better defend. They better start there in this game three or they're going to be out quick, like halftime. Yeah, they're not two super teams in this. They're not. There's one so far. They're not. There's one. Let's go to the big finish. Let's Your boy, Connor Bedard, said scoring yeah. his first goal last night was, quote, a big relief. Does that make sense? To I you? don't know. It's one goal. It was a nice wraparound, though. He showed his quickness and instincts with it. Austin Matthews had a hat trick and a win over the Canadian. Big deal. Uh, 10th fastest ever to 300 goals. Fastest American born to 300 goals. NBA exec Joe Dumars says the data does not show that load management reduces fatigue or injuries. Surprise. Joe Dumars got credibility, Holmes. He played more than 1,000 games. He understands this better than most. College football tonight, SMU at East Carolina. You intrigued? I'm intrigued by SMU boosters. They are loaded. <laughs> Last one, Colorado's Travis Hunter could return tomorrow night against Stanford. I'll bet you're excited. He's an exciting player in college football, probably. Yes, I'm excited to see We're out of time. We'll try and do better the next time. Mike Bass, shout out. I'm Mike Wilbon. Same time tomorrow, knuckleheads. And now, Tony, you know what's coming next. Here's Sports Center. Sports Center, I assume. Yeah. That's what I'm assuming. But I don't know anything about TV. What do I know?